Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Soma Mama podcast. I am Courtney. It's nice to meet you or e-meet you if we have yet to meet. Uh, today will be a solo episode, so with that introduction, I'll go ahead and give you a little bit more information by about myself if this is your first time to the podcast, in which case I'm so glad you're here. So my name is Courtney Winshew. I currently reside in the Philadelphia suburbs. I am a Pacific Northwestern gal at heart, born and raised. I moved over to Philly two and a half years ago. I have since um, gotten engaged and had a baby and a lot of ha- a lot of big life things have happened, um, but all in a way that have, have brought about both ease and challenge, and I lean into both, and I'll go into that deeper in this episode. Um, Currently, I am in my grad program in social work to become a somatic psychotherapist. I'm also doing somatic training on the side, investing in different uh, somatic-based therapeutic practices, such as yoga and such as somatic experiencing, the work led by Dr. Peter Levine, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, and like spirituality and metaphysics. And I've also recently come across, just out of self-interest and self-study, Lisey Phillips' work to be magnetic. She has a wonderful podcast called The Expanded Podcast, and I will link those notes here uh, in the show notes on this episode. Um, and I mentioned that because... Right now, the energy is so palpable Um, for us in the Northern Hemisphere. We are about to transition from summer into autumn, in which I'm very much excited for and about. Uh, The summer has been matched with a lot of craze-like energy. And I always say I know just about enough about astrology to be dangerous. I don't actually know a ton, but what I do know is my intuition and the messages that I receive from spirit and from source and which is one of my innate gifts and I can always feel when energy is going to shift. And be it the weather, be it something's going to happen, be it a seasonal transition or change, I can feel it in my body, like instantaneously. Um, And that pairs well with my gifts in this world and the work that I'm choosing to do now as a 28-year-old. For those of you also who tune into astrology, I am amidst my Saturn return. So a lot of big shifts and changes have happened, um, which are leading me towards my North Node, where I am going in this lifetime, um, which is to be a conduit and a teacher um, and a healer and a helper and someone who assists others in their emotional intelligence and in their own self-processing and self-study. All that to be said, I'm still in formation, right? I'm still figuring this out as we go, and I'm so happy to have you along for the ride. Today's solo episode came about in a very, ah, just intuitive, intelligent way this last Friday. So that was three days ago, and it was a big expansion day for me. I was doing 
all sorts of creative things, such as putting wallpaper up in my house. I was working. I was creating um, a PDF with copy of um, my journey into soul work, which I want to, I will share with you all by September. It'll be on my website that you can purchase. And I was looking into really looking into and setting the groundwork for my interest in financial investment, both in real estate, um, both in, well, in otherwise, in my Roth IRA and in other small financial investments I can make. I was looking into the process to get pre-approved for a home loan. And even if these things aren't happening right around the corner, I'm planting the seed, right? And this literally all came to me. I mean, I've been feeling some of these things for a little while, but on Friday I was like, okay, here we are. Today's the day. Let's do it. Um, I also want to get more in tune with tracking my menstrual cycle. To be completely honest, I don't track it religiously. And it's always something I've wanted to do, so I trust that I will in my own time. Um, but that has to have something to do with where I'm at in my cycle and how creative energy flows through my body and really out to you all, onto paper, out to you all. Um, so today's podcast is going to be, today's episode is going to be based around the fact that energy is sacred. That is what I'm going to call it. That is what I'm going to talk about. And I am going to ping pong around just for you to preface that. So um, I hope you are along for the ride. Um, I'm going to talk to you about how um, the three steps in which I've, which have helped me come into being me and coming into um, a place of groundedness and a place of excitement and a place of massive uh, creativity and manifestation. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about some th- some cool stories, um, which are testaments, I believe, to soul alignment and soul work and following our soul's path and how I feel that I was getting a glimpse into that about four years ago into my life and then how I Felt like I fell into a rabbit hole, but now on the other side of it, realized that that was part of the path and part of the journey as well. So I'll share some details there. Uh, and then just some other Courtney philosophical tidbits, um, which I'm excited to share with you and trust that they've surfaced onto paper um, for someone. Be it one thing you take from, from this episode, just a little nugget that perhaps you needed. And that's why it came through to me. I, I so trust, I trust so deeply in the circle of life. And when I work with clients too, of course, I always ask consent and permission, but I'm like, hey, like this is surfacing for me. Do you mind if I share it with you? As I can, I have done a lot of work in my lifetime around discernment and emotional discernment, such as how, um, excitement and anxiety show up similarly yet differently in my body, right? From the somatic perspective, I am able to discern what energy is mine and what energy is not mine. Um, But this has been a built practice. I'm, I'm able to discern information that comes through to me that is mine or not mine, right? Um, but really it takes having a clear and cleansed portal 
right? If we imagine our bodies as this energy, like outlet, let's just think of a, um, yeah, an, an electric outlet, um, or a surge protector. And if all of the, um, outlets are filled in or we'll say clogged, if you will, not, it's not going to allow energy to flow through or new energy to flow through, right? The, the plugs that are already there circulating energy, they'll flow, um, but they too might get snack stagnant or the dog might come chew on the cord <laughs> and break that circuit, right? So we're, we're envisioning our bodies as this circuit of energy. And if it is clogged, then that will prevent information or ideas um, to come through and out us. So my three steps, y'all, three steps to get aligned with your soul, your soul's purpose, what you are meant to be doing, how you're meant to be being in this world. Number one, get clear. Number two, get honest. Number three, get regulated. Excuse me, a yawn just tried to surface as I was saying those. I'm going to say them again. Get clear, get honest, get regulated. Okay, so what do those mean? I will use personal examples and experience even just from this year to share with you how you you can incorporate these three things into your life and, and what they mean perhaps for you as I imagine they might mean something different than what they mean to me. So get clear. At the beginning of this year, January 2022, I started feeling this wave of intuition and really this like uprooting that came through me that was like, court need to get really, really clear about what you want to do, especially for me professionally. I am a partner. I'd become a new mother. And I was like, gosh, I, I have goals. I know I do. I've always had goals in this lifetime. I, I don't just want to be a mother. I don't just want to be a partner. I don't discredit that longing either. I want to put that out there. Um, but I knew that there was more for me professionally. So I started Soul to Soul Wellness, my business, which became this home for all of my little passion projects and pieces, right? All of this, well, the skill sets to date that I have build, built and really honed in on them feeling authentic and in alignment to me. And they have changed and they have shape-shifted and, and altered. So I, I just want to put that out there. So for example, Soul to Soul Wellness, um, my business built upon clarity my innate gifts was is craniosacral therapy uh, slash body work and somatic body work mental health check-ins so asking people checking in seeing how they're doing seeing if they need to offload anything um voice activation which this one actually has kind of waned and shape-shifted but that was an original idea voice activation and writing which i have done on the side freelance writing for several years now so i was like gosh i'll try to integrate that into it as well and uh, excuse me another yawn i didn't realize i was tired until i sat down to record this um and yoga yoga therapy um so that was my sense of clarity i want to start a business i want to start an llc and i want it to house all of the things that i feel that i'm good at and that i can give to other people in terms of services right 
And Lacey Phillips talks about this in her To Be Magnetic work, is we always have a skill set that we can fall back on. So maybe that's teaching yoga, maybe that's coaching football, maybe that's freelance designing, maybe that's organizing garages, maybe that's dog walking, okay? So we all have something. We do, we do, we do. Even in the depths of our lives and the periods of most sorrow and self-dread, we have gifts to give doesn't mean to ha- doesn't mean they need to happen right that- then in that very moment um but we have them already within us okay so moving on to number two get honest so again this is another intuitive hit or ping as some people refer to it as especially in the to be magnetic work um get honest like what do what do i want what am i willing to hang on to what am i willing to let go of what are some questions that i want to ask within my partnership um how am i showing up as a parent and this is also paired with like a super eclipse time period just a couple months ago like in may may is when these these thoughts started to surface um, and it was challenging. I had a lot of, we had a lot of confronting um, conversations in regards to partnership between my fiance and myself. And, you know, even moments where we're like, we are getting married in a few months. Is this what we're meant to do? Like, why, why are all of these things surfacing for us? A lot of stuff happening in the stars. Um, but it did really help create that sense of, um, fine-tuning yeah really fine-tuning if we if we view our soul as a guitar string that might get out of tune based on what we are doing or what we are choosing to bring into our life energetically relationship wise work life work life wise um we, so we tend to get out of tune right and that's the beauty of life is that I truly feel that it is a scavenger hunt we try things on we go down a path for a certain while it might feel good and then we realize eh, this doesn't feel good anymore I'm going to shift but what tends to catch us in the way uh, or really get ourselves in our own way um are is this are the sense of attachments that we grow and um, even the relationships that we build. So in the example of a job that no longer aligns, one might hold on to their coworkers who are fantastic. Okay, another yawn. An invitation for you to yawn as well. I'm not even going to apologize because we all deserve to yawn. <laughs> um, Yes, yeah, so they might attach themselves to the relationships. They might attach themselves to the money that they are earning, um, even though they freaking hate their job. Um, yeah, getting honest about it, partnership and what that means to you and what are your non-negotiables and are you in a partnership right now? Is there that sense of alignment? Are there areas in which you might be able to fine tune collectively together? And then, yeah, getting honest about first and foremost, really, I, I would, would have mentioned this at the start, your values. So what are my values? What are, what are three values that I hold and help tune my energy and my soul's essence? And am I in alignment with those? 
right? So if, if you're, one of your values is honesty, am I, am I being honest with others? Am I telling white lies? Am I making things up? Am I saying excuses as to not go out or socialize, right? Because like, yeah, we're human. We do those things. But if we're being really truthfully honest, is that in alignment with my core value, which is honesty, right? And then the last piece, number three, get regulated. And what I mean by that is regulate your nervous system, regulate your body so that it can be this clear energetic portal for things, information, people to come into in terms of sharing energy and exchanging information. If we are operating from a place of survival, we're not regulated. (laughs) That said, that might be our baseline. That may have been our baseline, that place of survival for our entire life. So that's what we think is regulated. And I'm telling you this, being on the other side of an innately irritable, anxious state, Yeah, number four, <laughs> in which I amassed like my entire life or in which was, um, I guess, even attempted to be masked by certain things such as doing things, such as cleaning, such as doing for others, right? It was all like all of these actions and behaviors were surfacing um, as to fill an inner void um, and an inner need. And, and I wasn't planning on diving into inner child work but this is where the beauty of inner child work comes in and going back to certain um ouchies i'll just say from our childhood and tending to those and reparenting those incidences and there our child self in those incidences it really is such a beautiful beautiful process Okay, so when we get clear, when we get honest, when we get regulated, then what, right? What comes next? Well, it creates this beautiful energy circuit, right? With no plugs, let's just say all plugs have been removed, right? It's a clear outlet and we're, we get to pick which cord we plug in there really beautiful things can happen messages from the universe and imagine the universe god whomever you tap into spiritually if you do as just gentle hands like corralling you or caressing you when you move into a place that feels aligned beautiful things will happen i trust this wholeheartedly and i'm going to give you a few examples so just the other week my parents and my niece were visiting here pnpa um, out from the west coast yawn number five (laughs) and um we went mini golfing my niece had a request to go mini golfing and i was like oh heck yeah I'm also, I can get ultra competitive. I love mini golf. Um, So we started, I think we were on hole two. There are 18 holes. And I said, I'm going to get a hole in one. I can feel it. I know I am. What's funny is I've gotten, I've 
been to this course three times and I've gotten hole in one on different holes twice, which I guess for mini golf isn't like totally out of the picture, but like that's kind of special. But what I did is I named it. I spoke it out loud and I spoke my truth. I'm going to get a hole in one. Did I get a hole? Did I get a hole in one? Absolutely. And I won. I will say that <laughs> it doesn't matter, but I was like, dang, you, you know, like I was and my dad was like, court, geez, like, I didn't know that you had this, this magical mini golf ability within you, but I was freaking crushing it. Um, another beautiful example is, um, just in to paint the picture of literally like alignment and direction. And really at the time I couldn't, when this sign appeared in my life, it couldn't make much sense of it. Yeah, number six. Um, I was in Costa Rica. So I, this was in 2018. My friend asked me to come on this like somatic embodied embodied, embodied leadership retreat really is what it was for women. And um, I it couldn't have come at a more perfect time. I was, I was nearing the end to a relationship. I was nearing the end of my travels. I had some money left in my bank account and I was like, all right, let's go. So we went to Costa Rica, had this beautiful retreat, like beautiful nourishing food, yoga, somatic coaching, um, voice activation work, like all things that I just was like, yes, this makes so much sense. And we did some nature bathing as well. So on one of our nature bathing experiences, we went to like just beautiful Pachamama, like untouched earth in Costa Rica. And we were given the um, instruction to, to navigate, to walk freely and roam and connect with the earth. And we weren't wearing, was I wearing shoes? I may, I don't know if I was wearing shoes even, but that's all to say, I fought, I went directly to water. I heard a trickle in a stream. And I was like, that's my element. I'm going to go towards the water. So I went towards the water. Again, there were like eight other women doing this. We're in a, like a massive lane, like range of land. Follow the water. I continue to feel it or feel it and hear it pick up. So I follow the stream. I walk upstream. I'm like, I, I think there's a waterfall. I'm walking and walking and walking. I arrive to the waterfall. I literally I like explore, walk on some rocks a little bit. I look beneath me and there is a $20 bill, American bill too. We're in Costa Rica, which US dollars can be used there. But still, I was like, what are the chances at this waterfall? And even in the moment, because this was like a spiritual practice, I wasn't just like on a hike with my friends or something. I was had the, set the intention, intention and had the invitation to look inward. I was like, wow, what could this mean? I didn't have the best night of sleep last night. That's not what I meant, but maybe not now. Um, what does this mean? And right away, I was like, water is my element. Water feels abundant to me. Costa Rica feels hugely in alignment. I'm a big, big um, advocate for environmental and physical alignment and thus traveling to discover where... Um, where places resonate with you in different times of your, in your life. If you have the ability, I believe that we all have the ability to do so. Um, we will find a way, even I know met in our mind, we believe often that, that money does 
or excuse me, that travel requires money, and it does, but there are ways to do it on the cheap. There really are. There's so many different workaway opportunities out there um, where if you can just get yourself to a place, it doesn't even have to be outside of your own country, um, then you're living and sustaining in that in that workaway um, experience for free, essentially. Um, so anyway, I'm like, wow, you know, like feeling like financial abundance. This is a sign. Um, like water, Costa Rica. And the beauty of this is I'm actually just beginning to plan my own retreat. So the woman that I met on um, this retreat, perhaps two, um, for next year. So like circa five years later, you know, in that moment, what I imagine that that like this would be on the periphery and on the radar, maybe not necessarily down to each and every one of the logistics, but within me, I do recall being as like 24 year old Courtney, um, at this retreat, like I want to do this. I can do this. Um, and he is my friend that I was with too. She was like, we can do this. We can lead retreats like this. Um, so, so, so beautiful. Um, and one thing that Lacey Phillips talks about in her, to be magnetic work is the trust muscle and how we must get to a place where where we can trust in the unknown right and better said we can trust in ourselves. we can activate the trust muscle to know like if i'm manifesting this big thing um maybe it's a car maybe it's a house maybe it's an opportunity maybe it's a partner um that it will come and i have to trust in the signs and indications and the knowings and um, along the way, right? And as humans, we're basically given, um, the opportunity in life to, like, we're like gauges, right? Um, and a bad opportunity or person or something will, job will be presented to us and we might feel, um, that we sh quote should, or we have outside pressure telling us to go in that direction. And so we might try that on, we might do it. And you might, st we might stay for a month, a year, 10 years. Um, but there is this internal gauge saying, not, that's not right. Right. And the same thing with the positive things. Like we know when things are a fuck yes moment, opportunity person, we will leap and bound into them. No questions asked because it feels good. And I want to bring in a moment here just to talk about trauma and how trauma in the body and how trauma that's not even our own um, and sorrow and loss because those, all of these things can lead us to a place um, where we lack self-trust and we might need to rediscover self-trust and it's always possible. It just takes time and often takes support, support of a spiritual guide, support of a therapist, support of a dear, dear friend um, to help us reclaim our trust muscle. Um, so another big aspect to these three things, get clear, get honest, get regulated. And I almost, this is like a, really we could say this is a fourth, create space. Okay. Um, so really though, it is like those three things or three indicators or three steps, get clear, get honest, get regulated, um, will inevitably create space because you're 
you're pulling out the weeds, right? You're doing the, the work, like these flowers will stay, these weeds will go, etc. metaphorically forically speaking. Um, and we need to create space in order for energy and for creativity to flow, like taking it back to that clogged circuit uh, visual. If there's, if every portal, portal is already being tapped into, where is the new portal going to go, right? Where is this new like business idea that's going to launch? Where is it going to go? Where is it going to tap into? Where is this new child that's coming into fruition for you? Where, where is, where is their life force circuit going to go? Um, and this, another caveat in the Western world, it's so normalized to just like, do it all and take it all on all at once. And we do so without stripping back or weeding or pulling out the plugs that need to be released and let go of. One example for this, um, for me and how this showed up and creating space showed up in my life is um, tapping into childcare. Um, so our kiddo was 15 months old and really actually let's take it back to six months old is when I hit my wall with like, I need help. I need support. So I started seeking out, um, some, some support in the area, right? Other local moms or childcare providers where I could just drop him off for a few hours a day, maybe three times a week right? So baby steps. And truthfully, at the time, I wasn't let go, ready to let go of him completely in terms of sending him to childcare for 40 hours a week. That wasn't in my mental, like physical, ethereal realm at that point. Um, so did that for, for six months, not well, six to nine months. And then we come to 15 months old and I decided, okay, I, as a family, we'd like some more income, so I'm going to take on full-time work. I also need some reprieve, even though I work from home. I, for a family business, I, um, I don't also want to be caring for a child full-time. So we found childcare, and really, it was such, it was such a relief, like knowing he's being held and supported and loved, and he's engaged and finds joy in going to childcare. Um, and I get to be at home working on me, right? As a mom and as Courtney and as a separate human, because that is what we are, two separate entities. I am not my child. He is not me. We, we are separate. That right there is so foundationally important to parenthood, I believe. Understanding a sense of separation, even when we share genetics, um, we are separate. So another component to these three big pieces, um, similar to creating space is beginning to strip away condition patterns. So looking at a couple core limiting beliefs, um, that are holding us back from, from our true expansion, right? From our really, our truest form of, um, our soul's essence on this earth in this lifetime. 
Um, so for the longest time, for example, I felt like I wasn't allowed to do things, which is so funny because no one was telling me that, but this is, I've carried this with me for a very long time. And I did receive some criticism from elders in my life, like, hmm, you're kind of woo, what are you doing? You're not really doing the traditional path. And even that didn't bother me as much as like, I am, I would say I'm a real, a rule follower to an extent, right? Until I get to a point where I'm like, F all of this, F all of this construct, no, I'm going to do me. I'm going to create a new path. I probably have some Aquarius in my chart because I know that's total Aquarius energy. Um, so I really had to work at chiseling away that like, why, why don't you think you're allowed? And where did this come from? And where can we bring grace to how this served you in previous uh, areas and times of your life? And can we ask this conditioned tendency, this limiting belief, this what turns out to typically be a voice in your head to, to take a seat away from the head seat of the table, right? To step away. I wanna say this too. Don't ever doubt who you meet or what you say when it comes from a place of alignment to your values and of abundance. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Don't ever doubt who you meet or what you say when it is coming from a place of alignment to your values or to abundance. Okay, because that was meant to happen. Those connections were meant to happen. And what makes sense to you may not make sense to other people, and that's okay. Okay? So, like, the trip you want to take, the job you want to quit, the job, new job you want to get, like, people around you inevitably are not going to agree. They're not going to think it's right for you. So what? Because... The creator of penicillin, you know, created it by accident. That wasn't planned. And like, you know, all of the success stories of business men and women who dropped out of undergrad to start their business. People didn't believe professional athletes who were not great until, you know, they the older, really like they were in their early twenties or late, late teens. Um people didn't believe them in them at periods of time people doubted them um but what made sense to them what made is what made sense to them and that created their line of purpose their drive um their really their soul's alignment so be on that path that is where we are meant to be and when we begin to fine tune and come into alignment um, it might feel hard, right? Like, gosh, this like we always say the inner work is the hardest, which it is. And I also want to normalize that it's pretty darn simple. Like we, we just got to come back to the basics, come back to breath, connection to body, nourishment, uh, connection to others, safety, security. Like there's even some of those needs aren't all like we could go through those and list the importance of like what our human foundational needs are. So we tend to make things a lot more complicated than they need to be. 
another thing, don't force what doesn't feel right at the time. So I was just talking to a friend about this. She was like, you know, I want to start a business. I've been wanting to start a business for a while. I'm still in grad school and I just don't like, I don't feel like it's time. And as a practitioner and a friend and a therapist in training and a soul coach, I would say, um, I'm going to first ask a couple questions, like basically to discern, is this a message from the mind or is this a message from the body or is this a message from the soul? Such as, it's just not the right time. And once we get clarity around where that's coming from, then we are given direction in which that snowball is rolling, right? Um, Which we always want to follow the direction of ease, just in life, in body work, in um, parenting. That is how energy moves, right? And if you think of like one section of a wavelength meeting the other, they're going to meet each other at the same frequency. And when there's different frequency, they just exist differently altogether. If you just think of like a graph with different bell curves and waves and energy frequencies. So they got to be the same to coexist. So I even think about this. uh, It's kind of a funny example, but it's coming to mind for me right now. So I've had aches and pains in my body at certain periods of my life, specifically postpartum, let's say. So I went to the chiropractor. I've been to the chiropractor before. I'm an advocate of chiropractic care, but from a somatic perspective, it feels very jarring and pushy and er, like rough and tumble to me, truly. Um, And so I choose when I want to offer that alignment into my life. And maybe that is the times where my, bringing it back to wavelength, is meeting the chiropractic wavelength. Now there's other times, and this tends to be more often, where light touch, uh, such as craniosacral therapy or massage, is going to do shiatsu, even reiki, it's going to do better services for my body because it's meeting my energy wavelength where it already is. Similarly for yoga, you might be super used to taking powerful vinyasa classes. You might be surprised by that one yin class you take because it was the time on the schedule in which you could make and you're like, wow that's what my body needed rather than this like mind must do workout or sweat x amount it's like no like let's tap into what body needs and we want to align body with ease okay and just take a moment to let that seep let that sink in and i want to share you with you one fun little example of energy, how it came full circle, and it has to do with the podcast. So my oldest sister, she is a holistic health coach. She asked me to do a five-minute meditation for um, like intuitive eating that her clients could listen to before they ate um, because truly eating, digesting from a place of regulation is so, so important. And super important for rewiring our mind and our body. Because a lot of us are used to, especially, the, well, I would say all over, regardless of our access to food, whether it's um, plentiful or scarce, we can eat from a place of like, I'm never going to eat again, you know, just like 
whew, exasperated nervous system, shove it all in my face. For someone in the Western world, they might be driving. For someone um, in a place where resources are, are more scarce, it might really be like, I don't know when I'm going to eat again next, so I need to stuff myself right now. Um, anyway, that's all to say, created this meditation for my sister. It was along the times, right around the time I I got the ping to create the podcast, so I'm a mama. So I was thinking about the resources I've already created, and I was like, oh yeah, I did that um, meditation, which I will be offering more meditation, that's my hope. I kind of just offer them when I get the ping to do them. But anyway, I put it on Spotify. Well, um, one of my sister's now clients, um, one day was like, gosh, I'm having a hard time with my eating. I need a little bit of support. She went right on to Spotify, like searched intuitive me- eating meditation. My meditation came up. She loved it so much that she clicked. I even put, I didn't even think I put my information in the show notes. I put my sister's information in the show notes. So she booked an intro call with my sister and then boom, bada bing, she signed up for a three-month program with her. And, you know, it's cool because in my sister's eyes, she was like, wow, like content marketing, it really works. That's incredible. And in my lens, with like energetic lens, I was like, dude, that just came full circle. Like it was such an abundant circle of like you put the request out it met me in a place like, yeah, of course, I love offering meditations. I'll do, and it's my sister. I'll do that for you with ease. Super simple. Put it on Spotify. It met someone she, like, she was meant to work with my sister. And the funny piece of that is, too, she was like, gosh, I thought that actually, like, Courtney and Tiffany were the same people, right? Like, I thought that the podcast I listened to was you, and my sister was like, no, that was Courtney, my sister. So beautiful, just synchronicity and harmony, and um, I could tell you endless examples of universal alignment and how it works and how it shows us up in our life. Um, It really just takes the belief that it can exist and it does exist and we can find that within ourselves. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. I hope you followed the ping pong ball of an episode this was. Um, I'm looking forward to sharing more solo episodes with you to come and more really, really juicy, abundant guests on the podcast. If you yourself are interested in being on the podcast, please reach out to me. I prefer email actually info at soul to soul wellness.com S O L E to S O U L wellness. I'm also on Instagram. Soul to soul wellness LLC is my handle. Um, and we can connect that way. All right, y'all have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, morning, wherever you are, and we'll meet again soon.